With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's head out to the K-Way Center Health Hotline and bring on a very good friend of the program, Jordan Schultz, at Schultz Report on Twitter. My friend, thank you so much for the time tonight. How are you? Hey, doing great. Is this Ben? This is Ryan, and then Ben's over I'm, here. I'm here. I am also here. All right. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm happy to be on. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? Well, we're, we're excited about the new ownership, and I saw your tweet yesterday about Melly Hobson and how you said that she's been a friend of yours for 20 years, said one yeah. of the smartest, most driven, and downright most impressive people I've ever met. What a wonderful addition for the Broncos. I'd love to just get your insight on what the Broncos are getting here with Melly Hobson. Yeah, it's it's such a great thing for the league and for the Broncos to get someone like Melody. She is one of the smartest, like I said in the tweet, most driven people. She cares, and uh, she is a big sports fan. I think, you know, you go back to her history, Princeton graduate, and ever since then, everything she's done, she's been good at, or great at, I should say. Um, she's extremely team-oriented and someone that, even as a minority owner, will, will add tremendous value. Um, and she's just a great person. Uh, I think one of the things that you know we, we want to see in the NFL and in ownership front offices, we want to feel like we can relate to these people that are running our favorite teams. And Melody is someone that will be a voice in the room for the fans. I think she's just a tremendous addition. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited if I'm a Denver fan. Yeah, I, I was I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, and I, I had to correct them because they were like, "Well, we we finally got a you know like a minority woman you know owner and all that." I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's great, but she's also a every, she's a rainmaker. Everything she's touched has turned to gold. I think mm-hmm. your father put her on the board at Starbucks, but uh, mm-hmm. she, you know she's everything she's ever done has turned to gold. She's a brilliant businesswoman, and I think that should be the thing that we're focusing on, not the fact that I mean, yeah, it's it's great, and and, and uh, you know I'm sure if you're a minority, you're celebrating that, but for me, I'm like, we got a great person. I, I don't care if she's purple, you know. Yeah, she, you know, you go back to, in 2000, she becomes the president of Ariel. She is board member of Estee Lauder's, of Estee Lauder, uh, chairwoman, of, chairwoman of the board at Starbucks, director, di- directorship at J.P. Morgan Chase, chairman of the board of DreamWorks Animation. Uh, you, you said it. She, uh, she's just incredibly successful in multiple areas. And you know, the one thing she really, I guess, hasn't done from a, from a professional standpoint is sports. Um, but you know, I've known for a while that she was interested in getting into sports. And I think this is a perfect fit because she can, uh, I think there won't necessarily be a lot of pressure on her, but she'll be able to add value from a, from a business perspective. And like you said, having it's, you can never have too many of two things, uh, whether it's a team or a business intelligence and kindness and empathy, I guess all three. And trust me when I say, I, I've spent a tremendous amount of time with Melody Hobson. She has all three in spades. Jordan Schultz joining us here on Broncos Country tonight. One of the conversations we were having before we brought you on is about coming in on the business side of this thing, maybe not necessarily having the football acumen, but you have football people in place. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to know from you, like just as an ownership, when you think about some of the, the better better owners in sports, how much of the sport do they really need to be involved in to be really good at what they do? 
Well, from an NFL perspective, you have you have the a uh, really run of the mill everything. You have every, every possible dimension uh, when you think about NFL owners. Um, I think one of the things that unites successful ownership groups, to your point, is it's great to have a baseline knowledge of sports, but you don't have to be an expert in, in that, even in that field. If you're an owner, what you need to be an expert in is hiring great people that are very smart, that will not yes everything to you, that will have the courage to stand up to something when they know it's not right or when they believe it's not right. And also team-oriented people. You, you can never have too many smart people in a room. And you also want to have uh, you know, a diverse group of people from different backgrounds, uh, socioeconomic, as well as business. So when I think about great ownership groups across different sports and then really bad ones, you can see the differences. You know, I'll say a bad one, for example, the Commanders or the New York Knicks, mm-hmm. two franchises that have been completely mediocre for, for decades. What is, what, what's the common denominator? Two really bad owners in Dan, Daniel Snyder and, and, and James Dolan. Um, and if you think about really successful ownership groups, look, look at the Lakers, for example, with the Bus family. You know, he, he, even when he died, his estate taken over by his daughter, um, you know, they were able to win a championship. I know this year hasn't been very good, but you have a consistent, you know, hierarchy and there's a, a leadership that is, that is consistent as well. And so to me, it's all about hiring good people, smart people, and having a team-oriented approach. What does this do? What does this sale price of $4.65 billion do for the market for uh, sports teams coming up in the future, specifically with the NFL? Because you had the Panthers in 2018 go for $2.2 billion. Uh, you got the Titans that are probably be coming up, and Josh Harris Group, which lost out on the Broncos, will be involved in that. What, what, what does this do for the landscape of uh, the trying to purchase teams? I mean, this is an exorbitant price tag. $4.65 billion is, uh, is, is a pretty penny. And you talked about the Panthers being, being essentially, you know, about half as much. Um, I think it was through 2.3 uh, mm-hmm. just four years ago. So uh, what it does is it drives – this is great for the league because it makes the NFL that much more valuable. Um, it also, I guess, further solidifies, cements the fact that the America's pastime is no longer baseball. It's, it's, it's football. You know, I mean, there is, you, you can go to a random week five NFL game between two middling teams and they will almost guarantee double, triple or quadruple an NBA finals game in terms of the ratings. So the NFL has never been hotter. It's a true 365 sport. And I think you'll only see franchises go up. You mentioned the Titans. Uh, I talked to someone today that said they could potentially command $5 billion. I don't know if they'll get that, but the fact that we're having these conversations and that they've already, franchises are doubling every four, four, five, six years is remarkable. From the outside looking in, I mean, I, the people here locally, I think, are, are pretty unified in thinking that this is a great ownership group. Um, I, there's been a few people here or there that have said something. Most, 99% of it's been uh, people saying that, that they love this ownership group. I mean, a, a more national perspective uh, and, and obviously, you, I, I think you probably have a little bias, you know, knowing Melody, but how is this, this ownership group perceived, this purchase perceived, and how are the Broncos perceived with this new ownership group? Very positive. Um, I wasn't sure what, what uh, people would expect, and I guess it's good. You said most Bronco fans are pretty happy, yeah? Yeah, yeah, so far. So, far. Um, so I think the, the general consensus is the same, that you're getting a – a business back a business background with with Walmart and the fact that uh, 
you have, you know, not necessarily like, I think it's a good thing to not necessarily have someone that's been in the NFL, that's been in professional sports their whole life. You, you have a fresh perspective and sometimes that doesn't work. But in this case, I think it's a great thing. And I, and, and everyone that I've talked to, granted, it's only been a, a couple of days and a few people, but everyone has been very positive. So I, I'm excited about it. I, I really think this is a great ownership group with significant, um, I think, really good people around it. You mentioned Melody. There's a lot of people in this group that, that potentially paid Manning that could add a tremendous amount of value. Last one I have for you. Really appreciate the time, as always, Jordan. Uh, veering off the Broncos for just a second, as, as an insider for the NFL, I'd love to just get your take on what kind of suspension do you think we're about to see here for Deshaun Watson? What kind of precedent do you think is about to be, happen? If I had to guess, um, I would say it's not going to be the whole season. It feels like that has been a little bit more popular of a sentiment. I think with the, there's now 24 allegations, I think, right? So... Um, the fact that you have, the, it, from the NFL perspe- NFL's perspective, what they would love to do is get this done and move on. But every time there's a new complaint, then they have to worry, is there, is there a criminal charge, a federal investigation? And that slows down their process. So to me, um, I, I would imagine he'll get anywhere from six to eight, maybe 10 games. I, I don't see him getting the entire season. Um, but the, the, the bottom line is, this is a very, very difficult position for Roger Goodell and, and the NFL because, you know, you, you just have Calvin Ridley, who, who made a couple of parlays, get suspended for an entire season. Right. So you do have to wonder what precedent you're setting um, if some of these allegations come to light and there is more evidence mounting against him if you don't suspend him for the entire season. That's the issue for Roger Goodell. If I had to, Matt, if I had to guess right now, I, I would still say he's not, he doesn't get more than 10 games. Okay. Always great, my friend. Thank you so much for the time tonight. Appreciate it. Have a great one, guys. Always. Thank you. All right. Jordan Schultz. Great insight as always. Find him on Twitter at Schultz underscore report. And uh, listen to his podcast, The Pull-Up Pod with CJ McCollum. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.